exciting edition of Copying Homework with Dalton and Logan. Uh, we want to give you guys a fair warning. Number one, this is probably the best episode we've ever put out. Very best. So you should be on the lookout for that. Number two, around the 43, maybe 44-minute mark, uh, the audio is going to suck. Well, not for you. <laughs> oh, it sounds great for me. <laughs> Make sure to keep good. It only uh, right, it. right around that time, my mic cut out, and we didn't realize it, and we're not going to re-record everything. We're not going to re-record it. Uh, if you want to skip to the good stuff, again, it's around an hour in, I think. You can still hear me, though. You can still hear me faintly, out. but if that's yeah. something that super bugs you in a podcast, uh, maybe just give it to 40. Maybe just give, like, 10 minutes on this one. Bye. Bye. over here into this dark alley okay yeah yeah oh just like that yeah what do you want oh um okay i've never gotten this far before um let me see here z up um i got here a bunch it's not what you think (laughs) i got a bunch was that going up or down it was going up i'm cold (laughs) my jacket zipping up oh okay i got a lot of joints here man joints yeah like what kind all kinds of joints. I got joints of just straight up weed. Uh huh. I got joints of just tobacco. Okay. I got That's a cigarette. Oh, guess I got I got a cigarette. <laughs> you got one single cigarette. And then I think this is just another joint of weed. So you got two joints of weed and one cigarette. I got two joints in a cigarette. Now are you selling this? Oh. Did, Oh my gosh! Like I said, I'm sorry. I'm really unpracticed. I don't do this a lot. I'm I'm Chicago's worst drug dealer. Who are you? Why are you asking people to come back here when you don't? You have no. Re, you have nothing I've seen to do. other people do it before. I've been told, "Hey, kid, come." When's in the, the last alley. time? Who, how many friends you got, man? Well, I don't know what. Why you got? You just doing this to talk to people? I'm just doing this to talk to people. That's really fucking sad, dude. I know, but hey. You want to smoke this J with me? No. Oh, man. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. Now that that guy's gone, welcome to Copying Homework with Logan and Dalton. Dalton and Logan. Okay, Dalton. <laughs> uh, that's just because of the alphabet, not by importance. <laughs> fans would argue. Yeah, fans would argue. Um, but that was one of our hilarious improv openings. As yeah, you know, that's how that's this show works nowadays this is the talk show where i logan it's me dalton <laughs> you do a different voice as you adjust people to hello it's me <laughs> dalton we uh, we no longer do homework to comedic results we just talk we just we don't <laughs> we, now we now we don't well, now we do nothing to comedic results just, <laughs> yeah but there's still comedic results it's, uh, it's kind of We'll see. We got some downloads. The downloads are about the same as they were when we were still doing homework. They're always going to be the same. Yeah. It's <laughs> the same go up handful down. of people. <laughs> <laughs> we don't promote it. We don't really have people sharing. It's fine, though. It's fun. We talked about this today. It's just a fun thing to do now. It is fun. I mean, I guess it was should always have been a fun thing to do. Now it's just a way for you people to know what we're, we, what we're up to. We're still alive. We're still out here. Doesn't come Lord up. knows I'm not responding to your text. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Dalton responds to text now. <laughs> but uh, basically, and you, you probably know the format if you're at this episode, 
Um, but beyond this piece, we'll be getting into uh, our show and tell portion, our social studies, mm-hmm. and we'll see if we get to the guidance office today. I'm not sure if we will. Guidance office. Guidance office. Guidance. I feel like that's quicker than guidance counselor's office as far as the naming of the segment. GC's office. G- <laughs> oh, God, he's burping. I think you leaned into the mic to burp there. <laughs> Don, we talked about something today oh. before we get into anything else. Did we? And I think it's good fodder for some future. No, no, no. Just for some storytelling time. What about what? I'm putting a pin in that. This is called suspense. We got an email from our executive producer. What is happening? I'm going all over. Did the you place. pause that thought? Yeah, I paused that thought. It's a, called a teaser, man. I, 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 I'm just telling you. I, I think we got some stuff to talk about today. I think we like. I think that works if you have like a commercial break. Or something. And we're going to cut to break <laughs> right now. Uh, but we got we got an email from our executive producer. As we all know, it's Drew Porter. That's our EP. EP. He just emailed us. That's our EP. Knows. It's our best friend. It's our Lord and Master. Five. He is our Lord and Master. If I was going to pick somebody to run a cult that I was in, Drew's would be pretty chill. Be pretty chill. Yeah, I, I would. I think I would join it. I think the only thing that would sway me is probably a lot of cat stuff. Now there's a lot of the cat stuff. There's a lot. There'd be a lot of there. No, there just would probably be a lot of cat stuff. Why there'd would just there be, be like a, a lot of cats around? I think. What is making you? Because he just got a cat. He loves cats. He's always loved cats. I didn't know there'd be so many cats around. I'm just assuming. Oh, Drew, I never knew that about you. Well, guys, this is what Drew has to say. What up, guys? Finally done all moving to. Well, Bob. <laughs> Going to keep him anonymous for now. <laughs> Finally all done moving. Keep moving up. And been uh, catching up on the episodes. I'm glad you guys decided to change up and formatting. Do whatever makes you the happiest. I like what he's saying there, but Thank it kind of sounds like he Thank wishes you. we were still doing homework. Uh, I think there are a lot of directions you could take the pot in now. Oh, this is, no, it's more uplifting. For one, I would like to see Dalton bring back his video game reviews. I think it's hilarious how disinterested and confused he was about Fortnite. Uh, there are plenty of angry gamer style reviewers, but Dalton's angle is unique and quite funny. People like your video game reviews. Hey, maybe I'll start picking them up. People have liked that. Dalton's been gaming. I, well, I played one night. <laughs> you played one night of gaming. He got talked into buying a game that was like four times as expensive as the game he went to go buy. Four t- well, the game I went to go buy was $1. And then <laughs> what did you get? You Then you got ba- Batman Arkham Knight? Some, something. Batman Arkham something. At 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, so it was about it was ten times as expensive, <laughs> but I did get them. So I, I spent eleven bucks in total. So yeah. yeah, and you would have spent that much on the NBA game. Um, but I don't know if he has a lot of time to play it, and it can get expensive to buy games. But he could review anything, and I would listen. Look at that, Don. You might even maybe I'll some... review this Batman game. Hey, give it. <laughs> It'd be very funny to hear you review Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> you guys could also do more in-depth movie reviews. Oh, don't get us started, Drew. Oh, boy. Uh, Just come over us. any weekday night that we're drunk. Yeah. Uh, I already have one lined up for you. Do you know the insane clown posse? The insane clown posse? Insane, <laughs> insane clown posse. Insane clown posse. Has the universe got maybes? The mess prevalent of Oh, sorry. The Insane Clown Posse has a universe movie. Yes, Drew, I know. I think he's saying this more for the, the listeners Yeah, I think I've there. seen parts of them. I think I've seen parts of them with him. Uh, most prevalent to are Big Money Hustlers and Big Money Rustlers. I have seen Big Money Rustlers. I have seen those. I, uh, I think I have seen them also with him. I know. Big Money Rustlers. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I've seen them. I would love to have you guys review some nonsensical material like this. Plus, I want to make you sit through the atrocious... 
atrocious. Oh my Dude, god. Dude, what is up with you tonight? My brain ain't, don't put nothing in front of me to read because it ain't going to work. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fried up I'm like a fried egg. Anyways, keep up the good work and good luck on everything you're doing outside of the pod. Attached to this email are two tickets to where he lives now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say For that. tonight? For, we gotta go We're late. now. <laughs> um, but thank you, Drew. And as always, I'm going to send you a auto response. Google this time has given me thanks for the tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like to think that you only respond to work emails with, <laughs> with auto responses. <laughs> I uh like, I no. have responded to like a handful of work emails with those auto responses. Got it. Works. Just like the awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Google gets it. Um. So, oh, here's what I was thinking about earlier. Now that we're to the the main portion of the episode, the boys bullshitting. Yeah. We talked today about bullies. We did. We talked about bullies in school. Have we not talked about this in the pod before? I don't think we've talked about bullies. Oh. I think weird. you had mentioned that you hadn't been bullied. Yeah. Now that I mentioned it, we've, we've probably talked about this on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we also talked about... Long story short, fun- wasn't bullied. Okay, got it. Uh, middle of the road on my end. <laughs> there's people who acted like bullies, there's people who didn't. I'm, I'm at the point now where, what, 52 episodes of recording? Yeah. I have no clue what stories I've told and haven't anymore. Yeah, either. We need like listener. We need like more guests and guests who listen to the pod who can be like, "No, you did say that." You guys talked about this a lot. Yeah, pretty much every week. You've talked about it on six episodes. I don't think you remember. Be like, "Oh boy, that bully really got me." <laughs> so okay, maybe we won't stick with bullies too much, but we also did talk about the funniest kids in school. We've also talked about this. Did we? Well, maybe not like naming names, which I don't know. But we should just name people's names. <laughs> well, we don't need to name their names. But did you talk about what? your funny boy? My funny boy. Your little funny boy? <laughs> uh, probably not. What do you want? You want me just to talk about it? I thought it was good. I did, maybe this isn't good. Uh, <laughs> so uh, my, I gave up. My man. funny boy, <laughs> this is, who I said was the funniest boy in this school. Is, this was um, <laughs> who uh, All right, let's con- I think I'm was gonna, voted class clown. I'm going to contextualize this a little bit. Earlier today, we were shooting the shit at the coffee shop. And uh, the question came up of who was like the funny kid in class, basically, uh, of any year or whatever, to which this happened. And now as I'm, I'm recounting it, I'm like kind of forgetting that <laughs> it's not as fun to be like, hey, say that funny thing you said earlier, <laughs> but do it now on the pod. Uh, so my funny boy, <laughs> <laughs> who I said was probably my very best or one of at least my my very best friends throughout high school. He was a year older than me. I believe he was voted class clown for his year. Uh, but he was like, his, his name was Sean. He was my great pal. We hung out every day. We did all the same sports. He, for some reason, never got his license until like he was like 18. So You just I, drove him? I got my license before him, even though he was a year older than me, and just drove him. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere, like my my junior year, his senior year, I would pick him up and drop him off like every day for practice, <laughs> for practices. Um, but man, he just was funny, and I think the the story that I told you guys was that he just went out 
at one point and just bought a bunch of white t-shirts and drew stick figures on all of them and just wrote his name <laughs> underneath yeah. the stick figure and wore them constantly. <laughs> <laughs> what a power move. What a brand yeah, to be. Yeah, it's funny, man. That's good. Yeah. That's one funny boy. That's a funny boy. Um, We're going to find an old picture of him. Post to the Twitter and say, This is Dalton's funny this boy. This is Dalton's little funny boy. <laughs> well, my funny boy, as I mentioned earlier, I won't name his name. He certainly doesn't listen to the podcast. I don't know if anyone who listens now would even remember him, but potentially. Definitely not this piece of the story. Mm-hmm. But he he really wasn't known as like the funniest kid in school. Um, but I happened to have like a lot of classes with him, like freshman and sophomore year. And we developed this rapport where me and kind of the group that hung around him would basically kind of like egg him on to try to say funny stuff. Because no matter what he said, it wasn't like horribly funny. Like he wasn't like saying jokes and he wasn't like really doing stuff that was <laughs> Dalton is discreetly grabbing <laughs> a beer from the fridge. <laughs> uh, whoops. He wasn't really saying jokes. He would just like comment on stuff, but... Crack that cold one, baby. There we go. And then the fridge is cycling. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I said, it wasn't that funny, but he would have, like, a delivery that was insane, which also just confused you. And then he knew if whatever he said wasn't funny, he could save it by just going, Oi! <laughs> <laughs> So at the end of, like, little statements, he would go, Oi! And there's a motion that I, it's going to be hard to describe, but he would, like, chop the air near his head chop in the air with both hands or yeah. one hand one or two hands and just go Oi? <laughs> and so he'd be like hey Logan did you tie your shoes today <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think he was ever con- like cognizant of what was funny about it or what was I don't think anyone could agree on what was funny about it like because the noise itself wasn't funny it was kind of annoying like, the hand movement was kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, like, the thing that led up to him doing that was also nonsensical, but all together. Commitment to the bit, man. I think his commitment worked. And I commitment also, like. Commitment to the bit worked. And I will say there were times, too, where, like, I wanted to, like, harness what he had done to, like, I'm like, okay, I wonder if I can, like, use, like, not to, like, go, oi, myself. Yeah. But I wanted to see, like, I wonder if I can, like, write jokes for him. That makes sense. So I remember one time, because really his bit was he would like say a sentence. Like he used to do holes quotes. And he used to go like, the duck may swim on the lake, but my daddy owns the lake. (laughs) 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 And so like, so that's funny. So like, I was like, I wonder if I could be like, I think I wrote down the word like animal crackers one time and gave it for him to write. Be like, animal crackers. <laughs> it just like sank like a brick. <laughs> like no one thought it was. It's got to be off the top of his head. It's got to be from him. It's got to be from him, Like man. he knew his own, he knew his own secret sauce yeah. and I couldn't crack it. And, and to this day, I don't, I don't even know if he would remember this. I think he kind of chilled out. Probably. I think uh, that's playing to your humor. I think noises get you, man. Mm. When you and when you and like T Lou Nash get to like the like a super drunk point, your humor pretty much just becomes like Zibid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no one's really laughing at each other. You're just going, <laughs> that is true. And guess what guys? T Lou Nash, he's coming back on the pod. When? 
I don't know. Just saying it we'll out see. loud. <laughs> and also, if you want to be on the pod, let us know. We'll yeah, phone you in. If we don't get anything for the guidance uh, office by the end of the episode, we'll go, we'll cold call someone. Oh shit! We'll cold call someone. We're going to cold call. We're cold. We're going call back to old school. <laughs> <Say who's. laughs> Anything funny happened to you recently? <laughs> <laughs> no. How's your fourth? You like it? Yeah. Cool. Me too. Um. <laughs> uh, you know what has been happening to me recently? What? Uh, I don't know why, but I've been getting like a super antsy, nostalgic feeling to live in a different time period. I like have been hating the time period that we live in a lot lately, and I don't know why. You don't like this time period? Yeah. So we got a couple of questions for the old poll already. So. Ooh. I, um, <clears throat> yeah, like sometimes I just like, I, like I'm, I'm like a pretty cl- a classic freaking like tv show character right now where you're I'm the like, classic man where i'm like riding on the train and watching everybody just on their phones and i'm like oh god this is so fucking annoying you guys you guys and your phones um yeah i've been getting this like weird like i man i just like i like old stuff way cooler like, way more do you think if you were in in some old stuff You'd be thinking about even older stuff. I think that's like the classic trope. That's like, like the, do you think the like, midnight in Paris idea of like, uh, what you call it? Like, ah, what did the, what did fucking Michael Sheen character call it? Not Michael Sheen. Michael, who's the guy from Masters of Sex? You don't we're, know. We're, no, I'm giving the audience time to answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's your time to participate. Text Dalton. I don't know. Is it Michael Sheen? I think it's Michael Sheen. What are you talking um, about? Of he, of Sex? Yeah. He's also in a lot of other shit, too. But. He's not Michael Sheen, is it? Michael something with an ass, man. Uh, but he, like, says some... Oh, wait. I just Googled Masters of Sex, and a bunch of pictures of me popped up, man. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's, um... Oh, my God. It's Michael Sheen. Yeah. Well done. He's in a uh, midnight in Paris, and he says some some shit like that. Like, it's like a it's like a way of thinking that like no matter what you'd like you'd rather be somewhere else. Uh, okay, but uh, I, be- I do believe that. I mean, but I also um, there, I think that if you got to like travel back to a time that you wanted to be in, you would you would be pretty content. Now with that it. you know like what you don't want around. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, even yeah. when we were watching uh, Deadwood. Not too long ago, which I kind of quickly fell off the the caboose yeah. on, I should say. It was like kind of cool to just see, like, okay, so this town has the bar, it has the hardware store. Like the two main characters show up and they create the hardware store. Like you don't, yeah. really, you don't get to do that. No, anymore. not at all. You can create cool. like pretty tiny shops and stuff like that, but they were just like, we got enough shovels to start something. And you just spin away from that. So, like, those kind of things. Like, that's extra quaint. But I think what you're talking about even is it's, like, it'd be cool to just, like, be on the train bunch. People just had newspapers in their hands or, like. Yeah, or talk, like, chat with each other. Or, like, yeah, chit-chat. And, and uh, it's kind of, like, a bummer. Like, I feel not like. not have fucking computers everywhere as we record on a computer, but. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we are doing it. There's a lot of computers up. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. And I think you just have to be really conscious of who you're doing it in front of and what. And, and, like, knowing what that signals to people. Because I think, like, I think a lot of people, I think people our age are, like, pretty good or getting better, like, when they're spending, like, quality time with people to, like, 
at least check their phones like a very like minimal amount mm-hmm. or at least or make it like a rule at least mentally not to check them um and i think by that kind of standard when people are checking their phones a lot like i do think people think that's rude by by the rule of it i think people think it's rude yeah i think maybe there's like friend groups where they're just so always on their phone that it's like pretty normal to be like hanging out while talking in a group text with a few other people who may even be in the room with you i, I think we're maybe a, like just a smidge too old a, not may, maybe just aged out of that like yeah. i feel like we would totally be doing that and we probably had done that when we were at college if it was easier but um yeah I, I think it's just like a bummer i think it is a bummer visually like aesthetically like phones are a bummer like even when i write yeah. stuff like i have to remind myself how often people are on phones and make sure that i'm like yeah i never and, write it into anything i write it in in like a very normal way because like i write it in in the way that like if they're if a character is sneaking up on somebody you have to understand why they weren't maybe at their phone like you don't need to like, I wrote a scene the other day where a character was, like, dropping by somebody's house. And then the character was, like, a little bit older, and so was the character that was getting dropped by on. But, like, still people would be like, hey, I'm coming over. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be there soon. Or, hey, here's this update. Like, there's a lot of stuff that, like, to share to wait to share in person almost sounds heavy when it's, like, a minimal thing. Like, usually like, you, when you want characters to meet up and, like, progress the plot forward, it's, like, a lot of those kind of plot movie things, like, would yeah. just be texted or called to somebody and those are just boring yeah. things to so write boring. so it's like i need to have the character like really tied up like i i at night didn't intentionally write this but like the character is very very tied up in like the song that he was like listening to and like wasn't paying attention to like something that was going on mm-hmm. and then thus got snuck up on but i was also thinking like wouldn't he just like hear his phone go off <laughs> something yeah. so then you have to write that so the you have to write the character going like didn't you hear the text and like those kind of things it's just a very like super non-cinematic thing and it's like a super non like fun story thing i mean it can be it can be really fun story thing like phones have been around for like well over half a century Mm -hmm. so like well well over half a century so well 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 over a century i don't know man i just like there's just there's cooler seeming times to me for some reason um Most of them. That was about the 1940s for phones. 40s for phones. We started seeing it, but... No, I'm with you. Well, do you think... Is it Stranger Things that's doing it to you? No, that did something else to me. Okay, what is that? See, Stran- well, Stranger Things can, I think, maybe trigger it a little bit, because I'm super... I've realized I'm super into, like, 80s fashion. Ah. So that's like a that like triggers it, and where I'm like, wow, wow, people looked way cooler then. People are just wearing cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. Look, are wearing like stuff that I could get down with wearing all the time today. Yeah, like some baggy like button ups with fucking like like way open, you know. Yeah, like, that's, that's my jam, dog. Ooh. That's my fucking jam, dude. But uh, Stranger Things made me like this past season. This isn't this hasn't happened the the first two seasons. But this past season made me really miss not not being young, but being a kid. Yeah, it didn't like I don't I don't too often. I think I I told you this earlier. I think I don't too often miss like being like college age or high school age. But I, I it made me miss being like a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like they're just like so joyful to just hang out with each other. And I don't I don't get that ever anymore. You mentioned I like I will never feel the same joy as as I did like building a fort with my friends and like or just like riding bikes and stuff like that 
like when I did then I was like in those moments I was like this is the greatest moment of my entire life like I've never been so happy yeah yeah this yeah this is so fun nothing could ruin this yeah 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 or and at, now or at I'm the like, very least you're like there's not a, a I couldn't be doing anything more fun right now no and now it's like well you could have like whole days like that where it's like all you did now if like I hang out with my friends for a whole day I'm like I should have been doing some type of work yeah like yeah. i was like i needed i should be doing something productive i should get something done. i should get a workout in or i should get some work done or i remember there was a kind of spinning off of that I, and once again we talked about this earlier off pod um so my thoughts have been going on it it is like thinking about like just one thing i have not really started stranger things three yet but one thing that kind of reminded me when I saw a little bit of what you were watching, like kids just kind of running around all day. Yeah. Like just kind of doing stuff. And that's so that's their thing. And I remember a little bit later than the Stranger Things kids, but like senior year going into freshman year of college and kind of like that attitude that me and my whole friend group had where it's like, well, we're never going to have this again. So yeah. like, let's just do shit all day, every day on like a $10 budget. So fucking fun, man. So like, fun, dude. I would like, get yeah. up and, like, pretty non-negotiable by, like, 10 or noon, I would be in my car or a friend's car doing something mm-hmm. until the evening time, which there was usually, like, an activity, and then find someone's house to go to until midnight or beyond yeah. or sleep over, and then wake up and do it again pretty much every day. There really weren't, like, a whole lot of days where I wasn't, like, in a car with some friends for a yeah, little bit dude. you know that's what like I mean? that was yeah that was same with my like for whole first summer before college and then before that it was like um around like after like sophomore year or maybe right before it the summer before it i started like my parents just started letting me ride my because there was a trail that would go from my house that was only like a mile that would go from my house to the high school that would start letting me just ride my bike to the oh. high school which was awesome because i just like i would ride to cross country practice in the morning because we would have summer practices and then just like post that it was like all my best friends were right there and so we it's were like, just, like what are we going to do yeah it's like, like, it was like it was now? your, it was your choice fun things all day you had to choose not to do something yeah and i i, I think what i would miss the most and I think I would be insane if I kept doing this to this day. But I, I miss, like, those mornings where you just wake up to, like, a group text or, like, whatever the easiest version of it. It wasn't – we were, like, just before group text be, being easy. Yeah. And everybody had, like, all different phones, makes, and models. But we still had some chains going. It'd just be like, what's the move, boys? Yeah, And cool. then, like, you just, mm, you just found out what everybody was doing. Or you just did it. You didn't really even the use worst a thing, phone. You just showed up. Like, the places. only thing that would stop people from doing stuff was if they were out of town. Yeah, or, like, they had to do, like... <laughs> something with, like, like their girlfriend. Like, grandma's <laughs> birthday or something like that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like, we only ever lost a few good men to some girlfriends and stuff like that. Other than yeah. that, we were... And even then, they could hang out. I and, think... I also think that the whole world deserves summer break, man. We need it. Um... Like I like not I'm not gonna name names or call anybody out, but like tonight, like we've we've said many a times, we have a different type of work schedule, and I I have to work a little less tomorrow. I still have to go in, but I, like I I know I have an easy day. Yeah. Um, I was I'm a, I, I wanted to do some stuff, so I texted texted a bunch of people and said like, who wants to hang out? And everybody was like, dude, it's Monday. Why would we hang out? I'm like, cause it's summer. Cause it's and so summer fun. And only lasts. Four weeks here. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have a lot of it. Yeah. 
they're every, onto it. Most mostly everybody just said no thanks, and I was mm-hmm. like, that's a big bummer. Enjoy your bed, I guess. <laughs> Some people, and I can get into this camp sometimes too. It just it depends on when the the introvert muscle kicks in on me, and I don't feel like doing anything. I think in the summertime, I'm a little bit more eager to be like, let's do stuff, let's do stuff, let's do stuff. Yeah, it's such um, a little amount of but time. But I think, like, I mean, I think sometimes like people hit that weekend, maybe a pretty active weekend like this one has been. But even that, like, summer weekends for everybody are just super busy. Like, everyone's like doing a bunch of stuff that I think sometimes they forget summer weeknights. Still well, yeah, pretty fun. Still pretty fun. And the thing is, like, you don't have to get wasted. Yeah, you don't have to go get But like, you can drunk. leave your apartment and, like, do something. Go hang out with yeah. some people. Do you can some walk stuff. around, just like chill. You hang out, chat, play a game, watch some shows. Yeah, and then well, then there's the flip of that where like some people. I think I think it the the being like, hey, I don't really want to do anything tonight is because so many people's weekends or maybe like Thursday, sometimes even Wednesday, do involve getting like way too drunk on like a school night. And they gotta do shit the next day, and so they're just like very hesitant to do it. Yeah, whatever. Hey, you operate a different mode, man. You do you're whatever, you're, you're, man. You're do stuff guy. Hang out. With, you guess you hang out with your friends while you can. Life's, <laughs> life's coming at you quick, people. Whoa, y'all better wake up. <laughs> y'all better wake up. You're gonna have two kids pretty soon. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> there will be <laughs> ten years from now. It's probably gonna ring true for some people. Who's gonna like? Oh shit. Yeah. Here's when did, the thing, guys. When did these two kids show up? You're gonna. It's it's likely that you're gonna have a few kids in a, in like five to ten years, and you're gonna not hang out with your friends while you got the chance. Well, you got well, you're gonna. That have means to, in that time, in like two to three years, you're probably gonna be in a serious relationship. Then you're really losing your friends. You're gonna have to be moving mountains to hang out with people. Everybody's moving. Everybody's busy. Better hope you all end up in like a little cul-de-sac together, or else you're not seeing each other for a fucking years at a time. I'll let to say, please hang out with us. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I feel fine. I get it, you guys. Um, time for some show and tell. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is it? It's time. Don't the time match. I'm not allowed now, to. You you're not allowed to see the time. I know. Anymore. I'm not allowed to see the time. I'm fine. I'm not. Just about right on schedule for some show and tell. Oh well, you didn't even have to tell me that. I don't, I don't know. I just it felt natural to move That's on. Little, we went a little long, but <gasps> I'm happy about it. You know, um, <laughs> you would have cut us off. <laughs> Guess we're gonna have to do some trimming. <laughs> <laughs> show and tell. You got anything show and tell? Maybe. All right. Welcome. Wait, I don't, here's. Making the music drops is tough for this. I'm going to catch up to it someday, but in the meantime... Da, 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 da. You didn't put music drops in the last episode? <laughs> no, we just had these like... <laughs> I think it makes keeps it funny. Um, it's time to show and tell. Show us all the things that you want to tell. Starting with Dalton. That was it? That was the whole thing? Yeah. Um, right, you're still dancing. He got some residual dancing over So, there. I guess here's my, uh, my show and tell is going to be uh, something that's... This is, this is going to pertain a little bit more to city kids. City kids! I guess I guess it pertains to everybody, but... Only city kids get this one. For, for city kids, something that's made my commute to work and back pretty nice uh, is I, I've recently gotten a subscription to the New York Times, the electronic version. Ah. Yeah. And each day, they send me an email with, like, like your Monday briefing, your Tuesday briefing. They send one in the morning and one in the evening. Uh, it's a nice little read. Plus, then you can pull up the, the app and like read the full articles whenever you're interested. 
It's cool, man. I, I dig it. It's only four bucks a month. What have you learned from it so far? News. <laughs> oh. What do you want to know, man? Oh, I'm saying, are there any cool takeaways? Is there anything neat? Anything you wouldn't have known? No, man. It's just normal news. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a normal news stuff. I've read a lot of it. <laughs> I've, I've had it for like two weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> What's been surprising you? Like, has anything that you've been like reading about been surprising to you that you liked at all? Or um, No, it's just a lot of... It's like the same. It's just a lot of Trump shit and like covering the new election and then... Um, I wonder how many people filter out Trump from their news. I would like to. I don't really seek it out when I actually go through like full articles, but mm-hmm. it's like hard to avoid in the in the the morning and afternoon newsletters because it's always like one of the top stories. Yeah, and I don't I don't really like being the person who is like I don't like news all Trump, but <laughs> man oh man it is all fucking Trump. Oh, yeah, time. I can't remember what it was like when Obama was in office, but I, I would assume that the president's got to be the centerpiece of the news all, all, uh, most of the time. You of know? American news, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I guess there always is. I feel like bias aside, this is a little crazier. Yeah, like definitely crazier. I I, I could see a, I I could see a statistic where like most people think Trump is in the news fifty percent more than any past president, but really it's only twenty five. That's still so like a that's lot. a lot of news. That's a lot more news. He's taking up. That's that's more news than he um, should be. I here's the thing: if you if you want to spend the money, you can get like electronic and paper for like twenty bucks a month. But I just I didn't have it in me to spend that much. I would have loved to gotten the uh, to get the actual paper for how much a month? Like twenty bucks a month. Um, yeah, I would love to get the actual paper, but it's just that's. Would too you get much. it every day? No, you get like twice a Sunday. Like, yeah, like, I think like maybe just a weekend or something. Getting a Sunday is kind of cool. In I, what I've learned, the the coffee shop started getting the Wall Street Journal randomly. I know I've taken it from there sometimes. That's cool. <laughs> I'm I mean, if anyone asks to take it, I say yeah, go for it. Please do. We're gonna recycle it at the end of the night yeah. anyway. Doesn't matter. Um, but people really look at that shit. Like if it if something's just sitting there. And a lot of people who are waiting for their coffee look at it. We got a couple regulars now who like make sure to grab it and sit down with it with their coffee before they leave in the morning. Yeah, uh, and th- this we, is um, just to tell you, you you print people out there. It's not dead. We uh we have the times at all of our locations, and people really like go after like get after it. Like read the like they'll read like a, like a full couple pages while they're just sitting there. Yeah, and, and I then th- like put it back down. And we used to, I know. I don't remember what I was going to say. I lost it, man. Mm. Did you Did you look at the time? No. Were you looking at the New York Times? <laughs> I was looking at the New York Times. I'm actually reading an article right now. Damn it, Don's <laughs> too good at the New York Times nowadays. What I'm thinking, though, is I, honestly, reading if, if you're into like reading the news, you're, you're just into updates. I think people inherently are into updates no matter what they are. I think that's why our phones are so exciting to yeah. us. Um, it, a newspaper is... a very old school version of a phone. Yeah. It's not too much different. It's pretty like literally disposable news a lot of the times besides like the more important stuff coming up. So I I think print stuff could have a decent 
longevity to it while we're starting to learn how bad our phones are for our brains oh yeah every all that shit's coming back like i think it'll bounce back like not like how vinyl collectors are but like more like just oh no you should probably read this in print yeah if you can and now that we're like cooler with using paper again i think like remember like for a while we were like don't use paper man just go digital never use paper we're paperless get get a candle and now it's like paper straws baby we like (laughs) (laughs) like that like pay like Paperless makes sense for like your bills and shit like that because that's just waste. Yeah, waste. And I guess news is news can be. I mean, like you can still read it all on your phone, but like your eyeballs. Like a U.S. Weekly, but it's so much better for you to like. You can grow a tree, that, but you can't paper. grow new eyeballs. Yeah, hold that paper in your hands and not fuck your brain all up. Yeah, I get. I I always understood the senseless waste piece of piece of paper kind of thing, and like don't don't like deforest areas just for like notebooks and stuff if you don't need it but i also don't like we grow them back right <laughs> don't we have farms where we get that paper source from yeah i don't know i, I could not even lay the slightest bit of insight of where, they, where they it. decide to get tree, paper, like, from. paper from <laughs> <laughs> it'd be cool if like every time they cut a tree down they plant another one yeah that would make sense i i doubt that they do but i think what you're so show and tell you're saying Maybe not the Times, but a news, a paid news service delivered straight to your phone. Yeah, whichever, I mean, whatever one you want. If you're, I mean, you do what you want. I like the Times. I think there's some psychology, too, behind paying for it as well. Like It, kind it of makes ma- you want to read it more. Yeah, it's like, I should probably use this. Yeah. If, like, I've always, I've always kept up with, like, like, pod, like, news update podcasts. But I like if it didn't seem too enticing to me, I'd often just like delete them or or skip yeah. them, or, like listen to half of it and then bail and be like, I got it. I think it's but like this the, makes me like I got, I'm like I pay four dollars a month, like, I gotta use this. Yeah, I think it's like the psychology of value. Yeah. in general. All right, cool. Ready for my show and tell? Mm-hmm. All right, here's my show and tell. It's also content related. <laughs> okay, much like the news, I guess any all of it will be content related, wouldn't it? What is it? What isn't content? You know. You know that's true. So this is go- this is gonna be kind of a weird one. Okay. A little bit different. Is it porn? It's a lot of porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a specific video I found on Pornhub. <laughs> Why are you reaching into your pants? I'm right giving now? myself a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That wasn't I- even a bit. You literally, <laughs> as we said that, you reached into your pants. Yeah, you got a problem. <laughs> I thought we were at home. <laughs> You gonna call HR or something, mommy? <laughs> ah, shit, man. EP Drew, this is getting not okay. We need, oh, a, we need an HR person. Don't rope Drew into this. <laughs> He's a producer. Okay, so here is my show and tell this week. So, as we know, as it's been discussed, mm-hmm. I got a little boo boo. We all know that. I'm not gonna say it. It's not has anything. This only has something to do with her in that. Okay, I, 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 let me get past this. Okay. okay. I knew you would laugh at me. So, uh, the other day, like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about music and whatnot. Yeah. And tunage and like overlap in music as you do. As boos do. As little boo-boos do. And so we decided to like come up with some playlists for one another. Uh, or more or less, I decided to come up with a playlist <laughs> idea. A version of a mixtape, essentially. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm going to say it. At the beginning of it, I started going for like songs. I was like, I think like this is emblematic of me. 
and I think she would like it. So maybe I'll slap this on the playlist. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe about five, six songs in, I'm like, I think this could also kind of double as a playlist for me. <laughs> yeah. So then I just went fucking hard on creating like a playlist of all the music that I thought was emblematic of what I liked and like who I am and called it Logan Jams. And Logan Jams. Logan Jams. Are you it's, plugging your own playlist? I'm not plugging my playlist. I'm, gonna be, I, I'm plugging the 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 um, practice of creating your own okay. playlist in a more thoughtful way. Because what I have, what I thought I had started to do recently was like I would pick a song, pick an artist, kind of burn out on that artist, and on Spotify, let it kind of ride out into the radio they create and find new artists that way, mm-hmm. which is like a pretty fun way to find new artists and stuff like that. But then I would also just kind of like, I'm like, I'm too reliant on the algorithm right now. Like, I need to like create my own playlist. I need to like create my own stuff I want to listen yeah. to. And then it kind of reminded me of like when I was a kid and like would fill my iPod up with um, like songs I wanted. Just like, and not, not even yeah. like full albums like we're kind of spoiled with or like looking up like what's the most popular thing or like who's this? Like, you just have everything right now. Uh, back then, it was just like LimeWire download. Yeah, Mega. you'd have to like write down shit and then go home and download it and put it on your iPod. Yeah, and I also had these like dumb rinky-dink MP3 players before I had an iPod where it's like you can only fit like 70 songs on here. Yeah, like, mine you... was like a little blue guy. Yeah, right? With like a little LED screen and like yeah. it weighed like 0.5 ounces or whatever, but like you just fucking ran around with it and stuff like that. That's cool, and though. I was like, you know, it's kind of cool. Like I remember like how much I really like cherished like the iPod, not because it was like the piece of technology, but because it had all those songs on it. And so that's what the playlist I made kind of became. I mean, it was like it's like a nice thing to be like, here, check these out. This is like the songs I really like. Yeah. But then it was also like for me, it's been my like number one playlist lately, just because I like listening to these songs I like kind of curated. So here's my plug, show and tell. Guys, make yourself a playlist for you. Make a playlist. I feel like a lot of people do. I think a lot of people make playlists. Yeah. I think a lot of people like, like it, but I also feel like now that you can follow playlists and uh, there's like genres of playlists and stuff, I think there's a lot of people who definitely like create their own, but I think there's a lot of people who also like seek out playlists and stuff. And I, I do too. I know you yeah. do it. Um, but this was the first time in years like I have made like a more intentional, like all encompassing playlist. Yeah. And it was a fun. How many songs was it? It's like 70 or 80 songs. 70 or 80? Yeah. Of like all your faves? See, I think that... A lot of my faves... Like mainly my faves from like the past four years because I, yeah. I was reliant on the algorithm once again and then I was going back through like my top 100 and going like, ooh, that one, ooh, that one and kind of limiting myself to like just a one or two per artist, like not going crazy on one particular artist Yeah. to really kind of like mix it up or whatever. But it was like... I was like, oh, I it was tough to cut certain songs at a certain point just to like not go overloaded. Yeah. But then it was like, Oh wow. How did, how, how did, how was that song? Not the first song I thought of, you know, when you see a certain one, you're like, God, that's gotta be on it. But like, I didn't think of it. Yeah. I think you're a little bit more into music than me, but I feel like I would have a tough time with that because I can think, I don't, I have a hard time thinking of like individual songs that I would want to put on a playlist uh-huh. of like my like top songs for like the past four years. Uh, I can think of like four or five full albums that that I would want like all put together. 
Like, oh. I, I can shuffle through. Like top five albums kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, because I listen to, like, I, 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 I'll just pick, like, an album and I'll listen to it a lot for a long time. Yeah, I do the same and thing. And I still, like, I still am cycling through, like, it's been a couple years of, like, the same four or five that I'm still <laughs> super into that I yeah. haven't, like, gotten a, a new good one that, that's <laughs> hopped in there. Uh so I think I, I used to do that stuff a lot when I was in high school when I had an iPod and I think I've been kind of ruined by like the Spotify type shit. <laughs> I miss like having an iPod where I had everything and I could just put like shuffle all. Shuffle all. Yeah. Where you'd have like hundreds and hundreds of songs that you just you knew you liked. Ooh, that'd be a good name for the playlist Shuffle All. Shuffle All. That's a good one. Shuffle All, baby. That's a good one. But and also you it's, can use that and it's fun and when you play it sometimes you just get took right back to why you put it on the playlist. Yeah, that's my plug. That's your plug. My man. plug is making playlists. Make a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to making mixtapes, bitch. Making mixtapes would be cool. I guarantee you that there's a service right now where you can like turn your favorite like playlist into like a physical cassette. Probably. I bet there is. And if I not, doubt it. Let's go in fifty-fifty. You know what? I've been thinking about getting a record player. Maybe I'll nix it and just go like, I'll just get a little boombox with some cassettes. Ooh. I'll be different. Ooh. <laughs> Fuck you, record. You gotta listen to how she, how she this audio comes magnetic tape. Yeah, it's gonna make that noise the whole time. <laughs> yeah, man, that'd be crazy if you got that cassette yeah, player. That'd be crazy. There totally wasn't a... a- I wonder if you could. We'll hear after the fact, but basically, at that as you that that poop 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 moment, seamless editing took place. Maybe we'll see. I haven't, we need to check it. We, we might check later, but man, you guys got fucking duped. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah, is this a, is this some sort of illusion? Where were we at? Um. <laughs> uh, okay, we ended with show and tell. Was yours was. Uh, Mine was uh, make a playlist. We'll do a very quick social studies. Dalton, what's a word? Social. Why, why quick? Because you got a glimpse of the time. No. Yeah, you're freaking out now. I'm not freaking out. I'm just saying we can we can squeeze one in. You're freaking out. Social studies. Go. Um, social studies is where we pick a word. We do the top Google News uh, article for that word. Pacific. I spelled it wrong. <laughs> About specific. <laughs> Oh, okay. Bouncers attacked outside popular Pacific Beach bar. One in critical condition. Oh, no. A bouncer is in critical condition after he was attacked with a metal pole during a brawl outside a popular Pacific Beach bar on the restaurant on Sunday. The bouncer stopped a group of four men using a side entrance to get into the Firehouse American Eatery and Lounge on Grand Avenue and told them to use the main entrance instead. The San Diego Police Department said... One of the men picked up a stanchion pole. What's a stanchion pole? <laughs> is that like the, like the like rope poles? Yeah, it is. <laughs> One of the guys picked up a stanchion pole and struck the bouncer in the head at around 930. Don't do that, man. The bouncer's skull was fractured and he suffered a brain bleed. He was taken to a local hospital in critical condition. The other three men began fighting with the other security staff outside the bar, breaking one man's nose and injuring two others. All four suspects took from were, took off from the area before the police arrived. Uh, SDPD got a description of one of the men who was wearing a white t-shirt and blue jeans. Shocker. 
At the time of the attack, he was described to be in his 30s, about six foot tall and 250. I could take him. That's a big boy. It's a decent sized boy. According to the Firehouse's website, the restaurant was hosting an Independence Day celebration with live music. No other information was available. That's bonkers, man. That's really, that's a bummer. Boys. Be better when you're, be better people, man. You gotta come to, I should say this comes from also, NBC7 San Diego. Also, that's gotta be embarrassing. You gotta watch out for that stanchion pole. <laughs> I it's not like they got their ass whooped and then the guys just bailed. Me. Well, I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy who's like I could take anybody, you know. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that bone in me, you know. No, I don't have the desire to. Even I don't want to try. Definitely don't want to take on a bouncer. No. Those are beefy boys. Those are beefy boys. And they're pros at it. They're good at it. And apparently they got took here. Got so took I'm wrong. So <laughs> the next time a bouncer says no, I'm like, I read this story. And I'm probably going to kick it. That if you take one of these tension bowls. <laughs> Nothing bad happens. How funny is it that this is a place that did have those stanchion poles? Like it clearly had places to rope really, off. Really backfired. And uh, these guys were like, we're just going in. And the guy's like, no, you can't. He's like. <laughs> but six foot 250, dude, if that's muscle. That's a big boy. Guy yeah, taking him out. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's big. Man. I guess I guess you you kind of walk. Around. Yeah, if you yeah if that's fit. I'm like I'm like five ten one eighty five. Mm. I mean I'm I'm six foot like two seventy pure muscle, but uh, <laughs> so I kind of get it. No, but like no I. Yeah, I get. I guess you can if you're at that level and that peak human, you walk around thinking I can crack bouncers' heads open. And they, he did. Okay, at that point, once you lift the pole, you know you're not getting the bar right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but you he, might beat the bouncer. But you know in his head he was like, this is redemption. Yeah, like he's like, this is this what, is the this end is, game. This is what this guy deserves. Yeah, he he's, like, he's like, boys, it's a night in, but before we go, let me crack this guy's actual skull open. <laughs> and you know this guy is probably boy. <laughs> I'm not making I'm not making jokes. I, we're against the bad guys, and you know this guy like has bouncer friends. I'm sure he probably is a bouncer. Probably he's like this that's, is how, the, that's how he knew their weakness. The, the pole. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know this guy's fatal flaw. His skull can't take a bashing. <laughs> Should've worn a helmet, man. Oh man. Well, I'm gonna start making bouncers wear helmets. Our 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 thoughts go with this bouncer. That stinks. Oh my god. I can't believe I didn't tell this story when you said, has anything funny happened to you lately? What? Uh, well, uh, as some of you may know, some of you may not, I'm a, I bike around Chicago quite often. It's my main mode of transportation. I bike mostly everywhere, and I love it. Yeah. The other day I was biking through Lincoln Park for our, for our Chicago peeps so you know where I was at. I don't remember what street I was on, but I was just casually rolling through Lincoln Park going down to work, taking my time, taking a, a little detour from the Lakeshore Trail, uh, and I saw some woman wearing rollerblades, okay. knee pads, Whoa. elbow pads, eh, safe, staying safe, gloves, <laughs> and a motorcycle helmet, a full-blown visor down motorcycle helmet to bike with 
She was no rollerblading. Oh yes. Oh wow. And she was not rollerblading. She was holding on to the fences as she like slowly <laughs> rolled down the street and like pulled herself. Was someone filming a video? Some and there was like a guy next to her just going like, "Yeah, you're doing it." <laughs> Man. Maybe she was really afraid of that. She was obviously terrified. That's insane. A motorcycle. At that point, you I'm not rollerblading. The most you can fall from rollerblading is like 6 inches taller than you are. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Rollerblades make you like a half a foot taller. Oh, six inches taller than how tall you are total. Oh, I thought you meant like the tallest you could fall is six inches in general. I'm like, no. Your skull from from where it's at to the ground. If you're that afraid of that, you might as well wear a motorcycle helmet all the time. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At any moment, you could fall, and there's not much of a difference. I think you just don't rollerblade. Yeah, don't even try. If you need that you're much, obviously terrified. That's crazy. Well, and and if you're out there and you're thinking I want a rollerblade, but I'm 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 overly cautious at the same time. Here's what I gotta say. Put the blades down. Put the blades down. Put the blades if, down. If you're if you need all that padding to rollerblade, just for like the first time, I get people. I see people on the trail all the time that wear like knee pads and elbow pads, but they're cruising on the rollerblade. They're going fast. Anything can happen. Yeah, point. they could beef it. There's not always grass right there. Yeah, but These are urban if you're bladers. Just trying it out, if you're just going up and down the sidewalk and you put on all of that plus a motorcycle helmet, you don't need to rollerblade. You're obviously not going to be good at it. Man, it'd be pretty fun to blade hard. Yeah, it looks so fun. It's like, <laughs> a big, like, popular thing now. Like, I, every, everybody I class is on rollerblades is like a 20. Like a 22 to like a 28 year old, like usually pretty attractive girl. <laughs> just like blades down the lake shore. And there's a lot of them. It makes sense to blade. I think it's a trendy thing. Now. I don't know if it, well, there was even a, a, a rollerblading culture that I did not know existed a few years ago with uh, my old coworker of mine who we used to hit the road together. He was talking to me about how he used to blade all the time. And I just didn't even think anyone did that past like the age of 14. Neither did I. It is cool. It's neat, and it makes sense. Especially, I mean, here, like, the Lakeshore Trail is pretty pristine as far as, like... Yeah, bumps and stuff like that. Good, clean pavement goes. Like, if you can, blade, blade. Yeah, and these these people do. I'm telling you. Take one of those divvies down at Lakeshore sometime on a nice day. You'll see them everywhere. Bring some blades. There's there's a lot of them. Maybe I could make a divvy service for rollerblades. Oh, probably not. That would make no sense. Keep that one between us, man. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> oh, well, that does it for social studies. That's social studies. That was a fun one. Yeah. Where are we on to now? Guidance counselor? Guidance counselor. Let's see what have we got. Did you put anything out there? Huh? Did you put anything out there? Sure didn't. Okay. So, for the guidance counselor, for the office, we got one, two, three, four responses. Four? To our intense question, which was, what do you want to know? What did they say? Parentheses, urgent. Urgent. I'm going to tap view responses now. Uh, I'm going to go with the the first two we can't really do much with. Uh, number one is, this is from Superfan Meg. Superfan Meg. Meg Spench. Uh, 
uh, at Instagram at Meg Spench. If you want to know, we're going to give you pop tags on this one. She says, have you ever killed a man? Meg. Good one, Meg. All right, we're going to move on from that one. <laughs> Only six. This is from uh, Kayla Todd. Kayla Todd, old Not a super fan, but a friend. Old roommate of ours, good friend. Uh, she says, "Y'all ever touch dicks?" Yes. I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen your dick. I've never seen my dick. I've never seen your dick. We don't do that. No. We're a, we're a dickless friendship. We um seen a lot of friends' dicks. Seen a lot of friends' dicks. Not this guy's. Yeah, we're, we're very closed off. We don't do that. <laughs> Cause yeah, we'd go nuts. <laughs> I'm a little afraid that it'd be too great. Yeah, we gotta put some boundaries up. Uh, but we'd only dock. Oh, lots of docking. Um, this one comes from T. Lunesh. Oh. T. Lunesh says, and I'm gonna read this. Okay, I can. I guess I can. I can literally sound like T. Lunesh. What kind of putties you like, bitch? <laughs> that was all caps. Putties spelled P-U-D-D-I-E-Z. And bish with several question marks and exclamation marks. I, I like uh, I like all putties, man. I, I love women. They're beautiful. They're, they're wonderful. You guys are all great. No, Tilu, I'm a taken man, so we'll let that speak for itself. <laughs> all right, and then this last one comes from Superfan Robbie. Robbie said, and this was something we might actually be able to work with. Uh, pick a director and do a hot or cold with best flicks. Uh, he says, start with Spielberg or Kubrick or something. I'm going to, and you know what, Robbie, I'm going to take one of your suggestions. I'm going to say we do Kubrick. Kubrick? Uh, hot or cold? Hot or cold. Like, what is, what do you mean hot or cold? One that you really like and one that you're really like, meh, on. Um, and maybe we can do that and then we each pick our own for the other to answer and ourselves. Here's the I'll thing. start with Kubrick. Yeah, Spielberg, I don't know a ton. I know all, I know all his movies, but I just, he's like such a blockbuster guy to me. Spielberg, I've gotten really into yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Spielberg's great, but like, there's uh, not. I don't. There's not a Spielberg movie that is in my top ten ever. No, there's not a Kubrick movie that's in my top ten. Ever. That's true. But here's the thing. Here's what I'll say for probably the things I'm going to say for Kubrick is a lot of you probably have not seen any of his movies in theater, and I gotta tell you, it's a whole different experience, and not in the good way. They're tough. They're tough in theaters. Um, they have a Kubrick Fest at the theater that's like two blocks from our apartment every year, and we have participated in it. Participated in it. We've seen a few of the movies. Um, these are movies I've watched on my own at home, and I always loved them then. But when I actually saw them in theaters, it was fucking rough, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had the same experience with both of those same movies. Yeah, I don't think that I would be as into them. If I just saw them right when they came out in theaters, maybe I would have because it would have been a different experience. But like, but man, like, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> I really like Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, hot. That's your hot for Kubrick. Yeah, it's gotta be my favorite of his. Hot for Kubrick. Yeah. What's your cold? My cold, true cold. Uh, true cold. I don't know. I guess like Barry Lyndon's. I was having fun watching it. I liked it all right, but True Cold, in most recent experience, is yeah. definitely 2001, Ooh! which I understand as, a, as an amazing movie, yeah. and I get it, but watching it in theaters was terrible. I wanted to get it the was, fuck out of there. I hated it. 
I was he like so much. It was so goddamn loud. It was so boring, and I was just like, I I was like, I know this movie. I know that I like this movie. I've seen it. Yeah. But in the theaters, I was like, I want to die. There were scenes where I was like, I have no clue how they pulled this off in the 60s. Paired at the same time with me going, get me the fuck out of this movie theater. Like, I'm so bored. Yeah, it's, it's just like, oh my god, this is so beautiful and awesome. But also, fuck this. I yeah. want to go home. The screeching from this scene is piercing there's my ears. Specifically, the time, too. There's like a time... Well, the whole end end is pretty trippy if you just kind of sit back and let it happen but there's like a part where he's like floating outside of the spaceship and then like trying to get to his little pod or whatever like the pod bay door scene and it's like brutally long so long so so and well we have friends super fan mike that's like one of his most influential movies this is not necessarily like a personal attack to anybody who loves this flick and if pe- oh. for people who've seen the 70 millimeter and like at really cool theaters and like loved it like I think we've seen it in about as cool as a situation as you can see it. I don't even think I was in, I was in a pretty excited mood to see it. I was jazzed up to see it. And I was just so floored by how just man this is not the kind of movie I wanted to see. And I think what that means is it's like it's just it's movies that we can like and we can appreciate, but yeah. there aren't there are movies. It's um, not my movie. Yeah, well, that's a, that's something I've been working on in life a lot lately is like to not judge anybody on their taste in, in most things. Like music, yeah, movies, yeah, like really. That makes them happy should make them happy, and you should dig it. Um, yeah, you shouldn't get negative like, points yeah, for just, like, culture stuff. I like I get everything around that movie. I I do. And I, I did enjoy it before I saw it in theaters, but now like I just don't think I could watch it again for a long time. It would take me a while. I um, and before I always felt like, hey, if somebody put that on, I'd watch it. I had seen it a few times and I always enjoyed it, but I think that I had the luxury of doing something else while. I was Here's what I'll say: I'll go see most movies indiscriminately. If somebody was like, hey, I have a couple extra free tickets to 2001 in theaters, I'd say maybe find someone who hasn't seen it. Probably, or I honestly, it could go more than that. If they were like free tickets with a free beer, I would probably still be like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, can I leave halfway through? <laughs> they were like, they're like, no, you gotta stay for the, the, till the end, and they'll give you like a free six pack. I'd be like, I can't do it. Is there a fast forward button? <laughs> I can't do it. Can we do? Can we do one point five speed on it? <laughs> All right, so that's your hot, my hot and cold for Kubrick is ah. Once again, it's like a true cold is still like pretty warm for everybody else, but like I didn't have a lot of fun with The Shining. Also, I, also an, another movie that I really enjoyed prior to seeing it in theaters. Yeah, and I saw it in theaters and I was like, "This is too long, it's too drawn out, so many parts are boring." I get how amazing it is, the beauty behind it, and how it's a feat of filmmaking. But no thanks. Yeah. And then hot to just be different than Full Metal Jacket because I do like Full Metal Jacket. Uh, the only thing I'll say that there's parts of it I like better than other parts. Like like there's like it's like two movies in general. Like I like the the. the... Well, sorry about that, guys. Uh, you've been hearing just me and Gloria's audio quality. 
which I know is the sole factor to why you're still listening now. The only reason. Uh, but Dalton is now back at full audio quality. I'm back, baby. As you heard at the beginning of the podcast, we put a disclaimer saying that there were going to be some audio issues at around the 43-minute mark. So that's what they were. That's what they were. So, yeah, and you heard them there. Uh, and to continue my thoughts, love Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> uh, yeah, Full Metal Jacket. I like Full Metal Jacket a lot, um, but I think my top, as far as like Kubrick that I just is the most influential to me, it's probably Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange is good, man. You like Clockwork Orange? Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's actually short and sweet, but I do think it's like concise. I don't know. I'm too afraid to see any of them in theaters again because I think it'll ruin them all of them for me. I am. I would actually be pretty afraid to see Clockwork Orange in theaters again, but. Yeah. Uh, Clockwork Orange, just in general as a flick, yeah, it's a hundred. I mean, eh, two hours and ten minutes is pretty short and sweet for a Kubrick movie. But yeah. uh, you know, I like that one. So moving on, what's not a good hot and cold? Was a good hot and cold for you? Uh, oh, you were just watching uh, No Country for Old Men today. Okay, what's your Coen Brothers hot and cold? Um, hot. Oh, it's, this is tough. I don't have a lot of cold them um hot oh, this is so hot. i'm gonna give two to three hot just really limp really strict be be hard on yourself uh i would have to sit for minutes for many minutes um when hot you, hot what's uh, the first one that comes to your head when first like, one that best came to coen brothers movie well i don't, I don't want to say best because i, I want to say the one that i like the most Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's your hottest one. So not I wouldn't say best. Yeah. Um my hottest one for me, the first one that popped in my head was Inside Lewin Davis. Whoa. But also there's like there's a serious man and then, you know, Oh brother, we're hot thou. Oh. So many, they got so many is so, tough. So many hot ones. So because it I'll go by your rule, the first one that popped into my head is Inside Lewin Davis. Which maybe is the opposite effect of the Kubrick ones. It's the the one I've most recently saw in theaters. Oh, I went and caught like eleven a.m. showing of it. Had you seen it in theaters before? No, it was a fun theater movie. I liked it a lot. But I've it's always, actually really, I've always it's loved visually it a lot. different than yeah. a lot of. It's like got that foggy '60s lens on it. That, yeah, because it's got one of the few different cinematographers for them, which is yeah. kind of cool. I've uh, I've always loved it. It's always been up there for me. Um, I've always loved Oh Brother We're Out That a lot too because I grew up watching it a bunch. Yeah. Um, but that one has recently, I think, taken over. Okay. And I just, I love the music with That's it. That's good. I like Oscar Isaac Fairly a lot. Well, um, honey. I like Oscar Isaac in like anything he's in. If you haven't seen Inside Blue and Davis, at least listen to its soundtrack. Yeah, for sure. It's a beautiful. Um, You'll want to watch the movie afterwards. I love the whole story. Of, I'm, I'm going to pick that. It it probably would change if I really thought of like sat down and thought about it, but I'm gonna pick that because uh, it's the first one that popped in my head. Uh, cold, they got an easy cold. I was a little disappointed by three, two, um, one. What you call it? Hail Caesar. Oh shit! I forgot about Hail Caesar. So yeah, that's definitely that's my cold. cold. I forgot that it was even their movie. <laughs> Should we throw Hail Caesar out? Um, yeah, I was gonna say I was a little disappointed by Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I liked it a lot, but oh. I wanted I wanted more from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I forget. I completely forget. I like blocked out Hail Caesar. So yeah, that's definitely the cool. Yeah, Hail Caesar's my super But if we're cool. throwing that out, then uh, then I was a little disappointed by Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I, I would have liked more of it, more from it. I would have liked a movie. Yeah, like it seemed like a like little a rushed. TV show kind of feeling thing. It seems like they knew they were making it for Netflix and they could just like make it good enough for that. Yeah, and I also wonder if I would have like, if maybe it would have had a wider release if there would have been more hullabaloo about it. I feel like people were still talking about it. Yeah. Or whatever, but it, it was good. It has like some of my favorite Coen Brothers moments in it. Like the pan shot scene is just fucking hilarious. So funny. And then the Ballad of Buster Scruggs itself is like something they haven't really done a yeah. lot of lately. Um, my hot for Coen Brothers. My personal hot is a Serious Man. I just think it's really fun. I like a Serious Man a serious lot. Serious Man is great. Honorable I think it's, men- to me, I think it's one of their best. Honorable mentions go to uh, Barton Fink. I like Barton Fink a lot. Fargo, uh, Big Lebowski. If we're going pure laughs, I'm going Big Lebowski. Uh, Yeah. Their funniest movie. Uh, Two sleeper hit Coen Brother movies I think you should check out if you're still with us at this point and you haven't seen it. The Lady Killers. Man, I wasn't that into The Lady Killers. Lady Killers Killers is funny, man. That was a a Lukács family classic. We love The Lady Killers. And then... If you haven't seen it, the Hudsucker Proxy. Um, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, Hudsucker Proxy is super good. It's about like Tim Robbins is just like a doof, and the Coen Brothers went into it uh, wanting to make a goofball comedy. Mm-hmm. So they made just this really wacky movie, like super silly and funny and like implausible. Um, you know, like in some of their later movies where they just have like like weird logic. You know, like weird, yeah. like funny, like whimsical stuff happens. Even No Country for Old Men, which we watched a little bit of today, has just like I watched all of it. You watched all of it. I watched a little bit. <laughs> has like like whimsical things happen yeah. in it out of nowhere. Like this is just like pure like like the inception of that. Like beyond Barton Fink having like the whole hotel burned down. Like it's just so silly. Um, so Hudsucker Proxy, I check out. It's also one of Paul Newman's final roles. On that PN is final roles. Um, what, who's your hot and cold idea? Um, I don't know, man. Um, how do we? What about what about uh, Anderson? Mm. Wes Anderson? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, let me just pull up his filmography real quick. I think um, hot for me. Uh, I. The longest running is probably Royal Tenenbaums. But That's I, your hottest hot? But I do love Life Aquatic a lot. Oh. Um, so I might go Life Aquatic for hot. If I was going to pick one of his movies to just watch on like, a, on like a Sunday. Yeah. And then Cold. I like a lot of his movies. And this is going to be a, probably an unpopular opinion. But I'm just not that into like claymation stuff. The Fantastic Mr. Fox yeah. is your cold. I like the story, and I, I I think it's a good movie. But it's just I don't I don't get that. In, I don't buy that into that type of stuff. Okay, I think you got to separate for him the fan the 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 stop motion and the live action. Yeah, honestly, for Wes Anderson, uh, I feel like he has like three distinct movie like movie styles. Like, I think he has his first few. Like, I think he has, I'm looking at the list right now, like, Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, Royal Tannenbaums, Life Aquatic, Darjeeling. 
Like, I think that's, like, first era. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he first gets into Fantastic Mr. Fox. Lump that in with last year's Isle of the Dogs as his own little stop-motion era. Yeah. And then he's got Moonrise and Grand Budapest, which are, like, super... It's, like, a mix of the two. Like, yeah. They're very, like... That's where he goes, like, full-on set pieces and, like, full-on, like, goofy... Like, they're just way different kind of movies. Um, I think I still like his first era the best, how I yeah, just described it. Yeah, I love man. And I think Tenenbaums is probably, like, critically the best of that era, but the one I got the most love for is probably Rushmore. I love oh, Rushmore. I love you some Rushmore. Bottle Rocket. Uh, Bottle Rocket's fun. I like Bottle Rocket. It's a good introduction. I like yeah. the, the last scene of Bottle Rocket, like, the high scene is pretty wonderful yeah like, i think it, that's like just a really nice like first especially for that being his first one um and then recently you know i haven't re-watched a ton of his but i really fucking love moonrise i like moonrise a lot moonrise to me is like a super rewatchable movie it's like super fun and it's hard to beat really good childhood yeah. performances and then the way he uses very popular actors in fun ways like Bruce Willis and Ed Norton. Mm-hmm. It recontextualizes their movie stardom. So they have like so much charisma, but they really work in what they're doing. Yeah. So I really like, I think, I think I'd go Moonrise and I'm with nice. you on the stop motion. I don't think he does it the best myself. Yeah. I'm not that into it. Um, it's real. But I also looking, like, but that's, that's cool. saying that like, if I had to, to like, pick one that's what i would pick but i I still watch fantastic mr fox whenever it's on and then my cold i I actually don't really like life quack that much oh i do i'm a little cold on it i think i would like it more now i remember Mm -hmm. actually that was one that my family was excited to see for some reason and we all watched it and we're a little taken off by the tone of it and then i watched it again when i was an adult and once again i I wasn't ready for it I i don't think i was ready for the, I got it, and but I also was just sort of maybe a little more cynical. I think I'd be more yeah. open to it now. Yeah. I think that we, we should probably wrap it up after that. Yeah. I think maybe we could do this again sometime. We could pick other people. Hot and colds are good, Hot Robbie. Hot and colds, good suggestion. I think we Did got it. Did any more come in? Uh, just one last final check. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Okay, so uh, my brother Marshall, Fantasia mm. Cox, wrote in, Who's the biggest bish? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we've got two bishes from both, or from two of the three Lukacs brothers. So there we are. Who's, who's the, the big, biggest bish? I'm the bigger bitch than uh, you're you definitely are. the bigger bitch. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Um, that's it. There's pros and cons to that. That's the pod. <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening, guys. Oh my god, dude. Whoa! Holy shit. Surpri- surprise guests. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, um, this is very surprising. <laughs> we were literally wrapping up the pod. Um, we have surprise guest uh, Meg and Emily here. You guys want to pop on real quick? You, you, guys don't, just- you don't text people before you come over to their apartment? What's up, Ryan? I didn't know what we didn't look at the the text. The time? You're, it's 9:30. <laughs> All right, well Meg. Like, yeah, Meg, you know who to how do you get in touch with us? Oh, like through the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we are still recording. Follow us at 
Homework Pod on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And Homework with Friends at gmail.com. That's right. And uh, we'll get you next time. See you.